Welcome to Blinkers Off with your hosts, Jared Welch and Aaron Halterman. What is up? I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Halterman. He's Mike Samich. This is Blinkers Off. What's up, man? Men? Women? What's up? Children? Children? Men? Women? I'll answer to the children. Okay. How's it going? Good. How'd you guys do today? Great. Good day. (laughs) I had had a case of seconditis. It's yep. not, uh, not a fun day, but it was uh, still a fun day. I enjoyed I enjoyed the Breeders' Cup here. It was good for off solid day of racing. Yeah. Got to see some really sweet performances. I don't the voice. I don't know what the voice is next. Uh oh like the when you were doing the oh is it the oh. huzzah or is it the like and, um, you're... Huzzah! <laughs> well done. Huzzah. That's, that's second highest huzzah. Yeah, it would be second highest huzzah. That would be my huzzah. definition of my that was, a, that was a fiercest huzzah right there. That was. Uh, we don't bring that horse up here. We don't <laughs> we want to not speak yeah. his name. Uh, listen, we're, we won't talk a lot about today's racing. Um, obviously, we got a lot to talk about for, for tomorrow's. Uh, but just kind of quick recap, quick hits, maybe, you know, highlights of the day. Um, obviously, Big Evs was huge ran monster monster race at the time after putting up the time basically was right there on the front end and and kept on going and then of course uh i get you know the big one tomorrow falters does not run well at all doesn't uh doesn't win and then of course yeah i mean fierceness just i mean i don't know that we would have been surprised like last night but like one of these horses will win like that like i think because we talked a lot about how like a lot there's a lot of interesting horses in the race he was not one that you would have expected to run off the screen. No, <laughs> no, and it was it was an interesting horse. I mean, just from a turn of perspective, it became a really interesting horse when six to one became seventeen to one. Uh, so I was kind of surprised it floated up as much as it did. Uh, my main takeaway from the day, and what I'm taking into tomorrow, speed's really good. Like across the five furlong sprints, you had to be close. Any dirt race, one turn, two turns, you had to be close. I mean. You look at just FYI, you look at fierceness, both attended the pace, both were too wide, both turns, both air. Like, so you have to be close if you want to win. I think that we saw some lackluster efforts, specifically from Tamara, who I think we all expected to run a lot better than she did, had a good enough trip, just could not take a gate to wire. But if you are not close on this course, specifically anywhere in the dirt or five furlongs on the turf, you've got to be the best horse by open lengths to be able to win. Yeah, I thought uh, with Big Evs, uh, he was right up on that pace. Uh, well, he's going to have a hard time holding on. Hell, hell on, right? Uh, tomorrow, no no excuse. I mean, I'm horrible. But 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 just FYI, I was right up there yeah. on the throat lash. So that was – it was a gate wire, but it was up, up on the well, And the, on two, the, lead. the two who run second – yeah. Was third. Was the, yeah. 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 So, like, yeah. just the inside. So well, the I, I think that was the most disappointing thing about her. It's like, there's no excuse. Right. It's like, no. oh, yeah, she was on the lead and maybe she's going fast. No. The second and third place horses finished first and second. Um, yeah. Listen, the fierceness thing, this is why horse racing is hard sometimes. Two year old specifically. Be- yes. Because you and I are set at Santa Saratoga when fierceness wins. Mm-hmm. We've had a huge that day. And it's like, wow, what a horse. We've had a huge give him the champagne. He's absolutely awful. Get in this spot, and he wins. And it's just like I can't. I just can't believe that happened. Yeah. And I think this will help. It helped. It helped me a little bit. He was um, fantastic, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, it's not, it's not like he just won. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. they, you know, nosed out, held on barely, and you know, Mooth was right. You know, no, he just got the trip. 
Muth ran well. One good. He did, he, good hey, that's the thing. Like, you, you weren't necessarily wrong last time you were beating. Muth ran very well. Yeah, he was just got his ass kicked by a horse that just was crazy. There was not a part of that yeah. race from like I don't. I'm worried about Muth. I was no. like, this no, is perfect. No, I thought he broke. Great trip. Isn't it crazy? Not not to get because he got his ass you know beat, but how he now is suddenly breaking and just sitting off yeah. like that's just happened like some seemingly overnight it feels like with him and that race he did really me well. off Sorry. because i faded timberlake i faded prince of monaco and it's like it's well, that so worse you know i know right uh, the other pletcher but it's uh even the owner and i wanted to read this quote because i think this will help a lot of people and kind of what you're saying how it's just absolutely <laughs> impossible the owner literally michael Poli. Does Todd and I all week have said he is he that if he is six by twelve or first by five, we wouldn't have been surprised. I see, but we're not surprised. We're happy right now. So, like the owner and the and the trainer of the horse. So, like you're like kicking yourself, like oh my gosh, they literally had no idea how he would run. Yeah. Well, and look, we have like connection with Fletcher Barn, and I asked him. I said. Hey, did Pearson's like, did he bleed yeah. or anything like that? And they're like, no, he just he just didn't run. He wasn't good. Yeah, he just yeah. was no good. And so you, you kind of go into this and it's like, I don't know. Like, maybe he's just not that good of a horse. And then to roll like that was so mad because we looked at each other that day at Saratoga, Jared, and we said, that's probably the juvenile winner. Like, that was way more impressive than anything we've seen up here this Derby game. went, and you know, the list goes on. Like, he looked yeah, like. And, and he ran so bad. Did he get time. a triple digit buyer in that race? I don't, no, I don't think no. a triple digit. He got like 90 okay. something. It was, like, yeah. it was legit. Yeah, yeah. huge. It, but it looked huge. Like, you looked at it and was like, wow, that yeah. was amazing. And then and then we saw that again today. But <laughs> in between was something so bad that it's like, wow, unbelievable. Yeah. It was a 95. 95. Okay, so I mean that's for a first timer. That's huge. With, with the second and third horse and, both winning after getting yeah. beat by 11 lengths. Yeah, like so. It's not like the race wasn't good. And, and dude, we heard it. Dude, if I heard it once, legit. If I heard it once, I heard it ten times. Like, well, he must just not like the slop. And I said, but he, he, he won in the yeah. slop. Literally, we were there. It was rainy. Like literally rained all day before he ran yeah. that race. Yeah, wouldn't the first race a lot. Because Locke looked completely disengaged and then was flying late. I know. Kevin, Kevin O brings this I, up. Like, Locke was moving, but, I, like, didn't have any interest in the race. I feel like... He was a little bit like that in the last race, too. I feel like you said it. You said it. I said it. I I don't dislike Locke. I think, like, I think Locke is a nice horse. But I think we kind of got him right. I didn't think he was a superstar. The A-plus effort from other horses beat him. Yeah, well, yeah. So if they yeah. don't run the A-plus yeah. and he does, he can win. But yeah. And that's not a favor you want to back. No, I don't think so either. I, I think the so bigger, either. like, I don't like. I'm not going to lead that race thinking he's like awful. Um, Timberlake, though, to me, it was well, like he, he was he wasn't very good. He was awful. And yeah. by the way, me and me and Ryan were sitting there on, like towards like where they can go in the tunnel. Ryan and I. It's been that kind of night for me. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did it only because of one uh, of yeah. it. Went, I thought he was the best looking one of the bunch. One, he looked like a monster. Like, he just physically looked like a good horse. And so I was, like, got a little worried. I, I thought, you know, if I'm fading him. But, man, he never ran. Prince of Monaco, like, he's a he's a one-turn horse. I heard from the Cox Barn he was going to run huge, so I immediately chucked him. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a Super Bowl, is yeah, what they told us. Yeah. And so it, the Super yeah, Bowl yeah. did not go well. No, <laughs> he he kind of, like, he was sitting a pretty decent trip, but he just didn't make any kind of run whatsoever. And, look, I mean, that was that was, like, the Pearson's thing, that's what's the most frustrating thing. It's like, he never looked like a loser in that race. No. He was so good. 
thankfully, you know, the, the, the last uh, uh, race, uh, questionable, really ran well and kind of left us on a positive note going into tomorrow. So that's good. All right. So that any, any lasting impressions that you'd like to, to, as far as today goes, that you would like to, you know, speak. Speak that, now. That to me was speed. So like, if you could not be at lap worse than fourth on the dirt going two turns, yeah. you could not be worse than fourth on the turf and win the race. You can you can hit the money, you can hit the board. If you want to win the race, you better be in the top four turf sprinting or going two turns on the dirt. Were you surprised? Do you think it's any indication of what we're going to see? Obviously, we have the turf sprint tomorrow. You know, many many turf races, but as far as the turf sprint goes, tomorrow like. Cause that now when that first number came up for for big abs, I was like, oh damn. And we do have uh, what's the horse um, that you like a lot? Tomorrow? Crimson Africa. Oh, no, no, tomorrow. Yeah, no, living the dream. Who is sub two to one? Sub way fast. Yes, yeah. could be faster than big abs, frankly. And so right. like that is you know that gives yeah. you a little hope as well if you're backing that horse. I, my I not faltering in my opinions in who's going to win those last two races. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's Big F, Speedboat Beach. Or I'm sorry, it's Living the Dream, Speedboat Beach. Well, call it home, baby. I'll tell you another thing to help you. Uh, I'm not help you, but but to further your point, like like Jared said, there were a couple of closers that were really getting the ideal setup, and they just could not make up ground. Yeah. They, they just went up and down when they yep. turned for home. Yep. And that Absolutely. was like if you were not there, yep. like the the two horse uh, when. Who was that? It's a two horse when tomorrow lost. Uh, just FYI wins. Mm-hmm. The two horse was on the rail. That should have that, sh- that horse should have won, yeah. and just could not get by the entire stretch. And yeah. then finally, the final sixteen started to close. But I, just FYI had a when you compare the trips, just FYI pressed tomorrow early, two wide first turn, two wide second turn. That two sat on the rail, had a perfect trip, tilted out. Yep. And just kind of ran in place for a good eighth of a mile once they turned for home, and then got it going. Yeah, you almost late. felt like then wait, yeah. like way late. You thought maybe, 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 and then never. Yeah. yeah. If Magic was here, I'd tap him and say, "Hey, watch this two horse not get there right now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> if Vinny's not here, yeah. and as far as I know, he's not even in the in the, in the video here. So uh, good job, Magic. Appreciate that. Um, all right. Uh, we have a huge show. I think what we'll do, because obviously I don't want to go through every single Breeders' Cup race. There's a lot going on tomorrow. Obviously, you can go get the Betty Bible. Um, we got a ton of videos out on our YouTube page. So there's five of us here. So we'll each pick a race that we want to cover for tomorrow. Okay. The Breeders' Cup races. Everyone's got a job. Uh, well, one's in the shower. Well, one's in the shower. Yeah. So. Shawty, go in there and ask him real quick. Oh. You, uh, all right. No, but no, no. Right. I shouldn't have said that one. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's go. Let's get into it. Let's go. All right. Um, who wants to go first? Obviously, the classic needs to be talked about, so we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, I'll, I'll let you go. Give uh, us a race, and I'll, I'll bring it up here on the screen. And it, by the way, we could even do, let's do some Ryan's in the showers, do four in a, a chat. Okay. Someone from someone from the chat. All right. Bring in a, a race that you want us to talk about, uh, one of the Breeders' Cup races. Yeah. Um, and and we'll and we'll go through it. So you go first. Let's do uh, let's do the the mile turf mile. Not there. Excellent choice. Good choice. All right. That is of course uh, race number six. Oh. Are you gonna do it? 
I'm so, I'm I'm setting you up. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. The Great One, Breeders' Cup Mile, being competed over the turf course at one mile distance. First two million dollars for horses three year old. I need you boys back. We'll get it. Yeah, get it. Last night I got better. Man, that was a little bit. Field of uh, fourteen, uh, going a mile, of course, on the turf, and yeah, it's it's a doozy, right? It's 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 across the board. You've got Songline in here at five to two, um, who I think is just gonna. I'm super pumped to watch her run uh tomorrow but you got master of the seas who's you know obviously uh ran too good to lose last out to uh up the mark who will run later in the day you've got sandwich's boy costa creed gina gina, gina romantica maj du jour uh, who loves santa anita man you listed the race i'll let you take it over but that's a hell i mean this race i'm with you this is one of the best on the card yeah this is a great race huh didn't even mention Kalina. Well, I think Kalina, I mean, if you're going to go four deep, I think you use Kalina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, listen, I, I think it's a great race. I think Songline is just going to do better than these horses. I really do. Uh, I, I mentioned it as well because this is a horse, or this is a race that I've had a lot of success with in the past, whether it be uh, <laughs> Space Blues, Space Balls, as we call them. Uh, <laughs> that year, you know, Modern Games last year, uh, you know, it goes on and on, right? So, yeah, this is a race where I just feel like Songline might just be that horse, right? I know this is a really tough race. I get it. And, and listen, Samich, Casa Creed, if, if Casa Creed wins the race, nobody's going to be shocked. Nobody's going to be, you know, it's like, yeah, that, that makes total sense. I just feel like when you watch the Songline, you watch the replays of Songline, boy, oh boy, she's going to be really tough. Where did where did she come from? Mid? Okay. That's my only concern. Yeah. Because I, I agree with the chat here. I Maj, the, the six horse here gonna have what looks like a lone lone speed setup. Uh Master Fox sounds a seven also has some pace, but not really the pace that we saw from Mars. So yeah. if Maj gets out there and, and I kind of go back to the Saratoga races for Casa Creed, where there was always someone in the lead, but Casa Creed was attending that pace very well and then gets first run. I like I don't I have Songline on top. Watching the, how the track played out, I think Casa Creed's got a big shot here now. I agree. I, I think, you know, I think the only thing that it's not really a rebuttal, but just kind of a devil's advocate, let's say. There were two-year-olds today. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. Yeah, no, you don't. You know what I'm saying? One day doesn't make, make a track. Yeah, yeah, that's why. I guess Certainly with two-year-olds, right? Two-year-olds and you know, Calbreds, and it's just like, eh, I don't know. And I would also, like, on the dirt, I'm much more confident. Yeah. In the opinion, because we've seen consistently on Breeders' Cup weekends and big days, speed plays well. They, they yeah. handle the track in a certain way where generally speed is favoring two turns, one turn, whatever it is on the dirt. On the turf, you usually have a much more fair racetrack. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you think they, they go early here? I mean, 2346? Because if that's so, Casa Creed is going to trip out. And then the question is, yeah. can Casa Creed get by Mash? And then yeah. where is Songwon going to be to try and be able to close here? I think this is a really, really interesting race. It's one that that I'm ending up five deep on my multi-race tickets, even though I think Sondland has a big shot. I, I mentioned Helena. I think she's got a big shot. I claim uh, As the daughter of Frankel, getting a weight break, coming in here off a group one victory against the boys, three-year-olds and up. So it's not like it's a it's a bad spot. Yeah. I, I don't hate more than looks. A big price for Sherry DeVoe on the outs, on 13 post, 15 to one. Like I, I wouldn't be shocked if this gets one of the more uh, pricier results of, of these races. I think you go. I think it goes like a twelve and one type, or it goes to the favorite. 
I don't think you get a middle price. Interesting that Ryan Moore is riding Astronomer too. Yeah. For Simon Callahan. Mm-hmm. Like European jockey, straight up US trainer, never run in Europe. And yeah. yet this is where he ends up. Yep. Yeah, I mean, to me, <clears throat> this race it, it, it starts with Maj, in my opinion. Like what the, like it's that's a horse that went, you know, tried to go or did go gate to wire, but it's a mile night race. You know, what how fast did they want to go with her? early on yeah no that, that's an excellent point the cutback in distance is going to force a significantly faster pace than what we saw mm-hmm. however she went 47 and three it's not like they were it's not like they were slow yeah exactly yeah and now then the question becomes how good was everyone behind her i mean lindy mission joy yeah. lindy i actually think has a shot in the turf but a longer shot but a shot mission of joy like yeah not great right so yeah there's a little bit of question for me on, on the class win there but sources ripped off four in a row yeah, I made over eight hundred thousand dollars this year. Yeah. I, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's like a totally under the radar horse too. I, feel. I, I realize she's four to or she's four to one, but still, it's like there's not been yeah. a, like a ton like as far as the international uh, contingent goes. Like, oh, like this horse, she won the Guinness. She, I mean, she's like you said, she's rattled off multiple wins at the distance. She's two for two. She's got speed. I, I mean, I think um, she's a huge. Uh, factor as far as why I may not cash on the horse I love in this race, the song line, because I just, she could run a really big race and not be able to get to a horse like Maj, you know, and, and frankly, even a horse like master of seas who should run well here, but it's going to be another horse coming off of it. When the post awful. That's ultimately kind of why I kind of, yeah. I can't get to a closer break. Fourteen hole. No, that to me is going a mile on the turf. Yeah. It's just, just not well, I, I think I think even before we saw what the track was going to do and all this and that, you you kind of knew the way this track normally plays. That's going to be tough for that horse. Match of the we're talking about. That's going to be really tough. But his running style doesn't really fit here. Yep. Okay. So we were talking, we were joking, like the horse that would piss you off. So Aaron was really un- upset that Pierce just won today. Yeah. So we were joking. You can say that. that would piss you off the most if they won tomorrow. And Gina Romanica came up. Yeah. A Chad Brown horse, and we saw hard to justify, run phenomenal. Yeah, in, in the the Philly, the juvenile Philly surf. Uh, who was it that said Gina Romanica pissed him off? Me. I would, it would make me really mad because the story for me and Gina Romanica is I have her single twice up at Naira. They never ran the race; it got canceled both times. Didn't have her single. I had an Italian single the last time when they faced each other, and the Gina Romanica won. I'm fade, I'm not really, it's not like an active fade, but it's just like I didn't use her yet uh, tomorrow either. Yeah. So if she wins, it's like, I just can't get on the right side of this horse, you know? So that would make me mad. I, honestly, I've gone everywhere from her winning to, as far as like when I was going through my handicapping, to like, I think she could win. Yep. To, I agree. I don't, I'm not going to use her. To, I'm like, I'm not, and everywhere in between. Like, it, she just is a, because before that last race, I mean, it wasn't like she was. That came out of nowhere. Awesome, but she, right? Yeah, so it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it right. did. I mean, she's the horse has been consistently running high eighties, low ninety buyers over and over. Done okay, but not good enough to win like the big, big races. And then she goes and runs right by in Italian. Yeah. Now, however, two for three the distance. Yeah. Second. Yeah. So yeah. You got to respect that. Um, but that, I mean, that first lady was great one. But outside of an Italian, nah. No, I agree. Right. And so it's interesting there. Who finished second in this race last year? Finished second in this race. Oh, uh, Cheryl Spike. 
Who's running in this race this yeah, year? Yeah, Cheryl Twight. Yeah. Any chance? I mean, she ran a 103 active. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. And the, the post position's great. Yep. Should sit on the rail. Ran second to Master of Seas. was in a significantly worse post position this year. 30 to 1 morning line. I know there's some love in the chat. Yeah, I I don't love her that well this year, but I don't, I mean, it's 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 not, it's not, it's not a complete impossibility. That's for sure. I mean, I'm in a hard pass. I'm just making the case. I, 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 have, I, I have a hard time. I mean, Mirage, Master of the Seas, Songline, Gino, or Costa. Like, there's a, that's a lot. There's a list. I threw, I'm a little pissed. I threw him in. I threw him in. Um, I just have a hard time believing. Like, that's that means all those horses have to, you know, have not ran as good as. It's what you're expecting. Yeah, and that's just that's tough. So um, one, of, one of my horses, I'd be pissed off. Du jour. If that horse won tomorrow, well, yeah. Coming off a 102 buyer figure at Del Mar, loves a mile, four for nine at the distance, three seconds. Pratt picks up the mount. Mm. I hate Baffert on the turf, but this is owned by the Baffert family. It's one of the few horses that he owns, that, yeah. that the family owns, that he also runs. Any shots tomorrow with DeJore? I don't like DeJore tomorrow. Not in this spot. This is this is a super tough spot for that horse. That last race was impressive. Um, the only thing that gets Majora in the winter circle is just you got that Bob Baffert factor at at, uh, at Santa Anita. I mean, I, I that's the yeah. I mean, it's not like one of those if he won, I'm not gonna be sit there and be like, I just cannot believe that. Yeah, right. I'll be I'm like, I, it'd be more like, I'll be frustrated, can't believe it, you know, like, of course, you know, so I, I'm not gonna like sit down and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can start over, but um, so all right, do you have any final thoughts on this race? No, wanna... I, listen, I like song line. That's kind of my final thought on it. I, I you know, I, I went four deep, I think, in this thing overall. I, I, it, it's going to be one of those races where it's like, wow, I, I, that was worth coming out here to watch it. I, I really believe that. It's such a good race. So much. I'm going to end up six deep here. Uh, the horses who I like the most are the six and the ten. whose prices are going to be shorter than the three. So if I'm going to bet a single win bet, give me Casa Creed. I think the price is right. And Casa Creed, by the way, Beat this horse named Songline this year already, going a mile. That is true. It's, it's a, it's not inaccurate. No, that was uh, <laughs> that was at uh, the Saudi. Was that Saudi? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right second, and Songline missed the board. Yeah, the horse ran. He finished tenth that day, Songline. But since then, has finished uh, has won back to back Group One races. A great Group Two last time out off the layoff. I expect the horse to run really well. I, listen, the more I watched the horse, I went into the race like not one, you don't know a lot about him, too. Like I just wasn't thinking I would go into song line, you know. And then the more I watched her, I was like, oh man. She's she's good. She's got a yeah. why like a wicked turn of foot. You well, know? to be fair, she didn't really fire with any kind of a race that day. Literally. Not, I mean, I, well, listen, don't I, ruin my point. I just know, the horse didn't I, run well. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not. Don't take anything away from she, Creed, but she's she also at fire. she's also at. She ran a uh, mile and eighth on that her last race, but and going at this distance, nine starts, five wins. This is it's clearly true. where she wants to run. Yeah, it's yes. only her only bad race in three years too. Like she's been ultra consistent yeah. over yeah. the last three seasons. So well, this could be number two tomorrow since I've got her on top. So, so give me song line, and uh, I'll probably just jinx it because she is my best or my most likely winner no, of, of the day I did not know that on, on cool. Saturday is song like all right Samich I'll let you uh we did we got that race give me give me another one <sighs> okay uh let's go let's go to the dirt mile oh 
You would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? I'll go. No, 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 do it. I think the dirt mile is really interesting after what we saw today. Okay, oh, that's fair. Go ahead and do it. Because that's Cody's Wish is that's not fair. going to be in the top four no. early in this race. No. And Cody's Wish is going to be the heaviest favorite we will see tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Because with, with um, the unfortunate news with Practical Move, yeah. Cody's Wish is going to be six to five or seven to five in this spot. Yeah. Won this race last year, but just doesn't have the speed to keep up with some of the horses who are going to be here early. And this is a like this is a boulevard of broken dreams breeders cup race because we're about to talk about national treasure we're about to talk about charging we're about to talk about skippy Longstock. we're about to talk about zozos yeah and then a horse that is phenomenal in cody's wish who's been awesome all year and i think we all wish would have successfully stretched out more so we could see this horse in the class but sure. we're not and now the track is playing against this horse in a spot where look there's no other sexy pick here you really got to pick a horse with some some warts if you want to beat Cody's Wish, but I think Cody's Wish has a good chance of losing tomorrow. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree, but you know, my problem was like, all right, I'm, I'm on practical move, and that whatever happened, I mean, we know what happened, but that was terrible. And then I was kind of on Algiers, a horse that was second in the Dubai World Cup. I was like, you know, uh, not that I like hate Cody's Wish in this spot. It's like, I'm gonna take a shot with that horse. That horse looked pretty decent. Then he's scratching, and it's just like, damn, I like, I. I skipped the race because it's like, all right, I, I like who's I don't really want to bet charge it. I don't really want to bet Zozos. I just don't think they're very good. I, I don't, there's just nobody that I really like. I don't really want to bet skipping long stocking. So it's like, I'm going to skip it, but I'm with you. Like if what you're saying is, is accurate, which I think we're going to find out this race. Yeah. If, if closers just can't get there, he's obviously he's going to get beat. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know, you know, um, but that's going to be interesting to see what happens in that race, yeah. I mean, I think Zozos makes the lead and is there really for a long time. It, it's one of those situations. We talked about this when Zozos ran last time, Jared. It, yes, there's no doubt Zozos is going to get the lead. Yes, he's going to get the trip out. But mm -hmm. you watch it, Churchill Downs race, and it's like he he got the perfect trip. Everything was great. And it, it just kind of felt like to us, at least when we watched it, somebody, like he was begging somebody to come get him, and there was just nobody behind him. Yeah, I, I just feel like even though even, even if it's by if track bias, I feel like somebody's gonna get it. So who gets it? Well, Charger's gonna sit that that trip that just FYI sit basically, right? Okay, sitting right to the outside. I think I think he's the one. Yeah. His first run. Yeah, I I think, and I did not think I would be this way. I I, I think Cody's wish is gonna eat. I, I just think the way he's been training on the track, I think they've got him back to where they need, they've been wanting him to run. Yeah. And I get it. Like, trust me, you, there's nothing you like the Vosberg. I was like, eh, that wasn't awesome. It's not great. You know, yeah. obviously the Whitney, I've, you've, I've mentioned that a million times on the show about, yeah. Like it'd be one thing. If you, it's one thing he lost. It's another thing he lost by 10, you know? And so I get it. Trust me. But Mario did freak that. Why? Well, even then, we'll he, get there soon. he was never even close. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like it's been one thing if like he ran a nice race, but what about a freak? You're like, well, yeah. shit. But he just, you know, was bad. He's seven for seven at this distance. It's his last race. He won the race last year. It, it just kind of feels like it's going to be like we're going to empty the tank on this guy. Well, it, sorry, but to be very fair, put these all these horses in a vacuum, so to speak. He's way the best horse. Oh yeah. The only reason you're not picking him is because you just you, you feel gross you about doing it. Yeah, because he's gonna be 
six or six when they probably three to five. Four to five? I think he's going to be sub even money. Dude, he might actually be. I honestly, I agree. And I honestly thought with this race, Drew, I was like, maybe he'll be six to five because I thought Practical Move would get a ton of love. Practical Move created a completely different variable yes. in this Rest race. Peace, buddy. Yeah, I know. Like, and seriously. Then, <laughs> but, but then when that happened, it's like, well, this is a total follow. And honest to God, I think Al, not as much as Practical Move. That would be crazy to say that. But I think Algiers scratching makes a huge difference. This first finished second in the Dubai World Cup, yeah. and when you're looking for logical like alternatives to a big favorite, he would have, yeah. you know, he would have got money. Now he, also, like, he beat Wolfie's Dynagos last out. Well, and then there's that. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. <laughs> I almost believed you for a second. <laughs> um, no, Wolfie! I. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh man. I, I just you thought I would be bad. I'm entertaining. I just feel like we're gonna watch this race. You just owled at the ceiling. You said, but I'm entertaining. <laughs> and you're gonna be like, well, that gar- that field is garbage. Like he just oh, went yeah, by him, yeah. and it's like, well, that was just like. But it's one of those races. It's, it's not a good as 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 a, as a slim would say. It's not a good betting race. You know, yeah, I would yeah. always say that. It's like, yeah, okay, the favorite should win, and then if the favorite doesn't win. It's like, well, who's it going to be? It's a grab bag, you know. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have no uh, no Ryan. I guess who who who's your best? Who's your pick? I mean, I'm sorry. Zozo. Zozo. I'm Cody, Cody, Cody. Okay, I I landed on Cody as well. Um, let's see, Shadi, do you have a race you want to talk about? Uh, oh, you know, Aaron's favorite, the distaff. You should totally. No, <laughs> I did. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Well, I did see a, com- a bunch of comments this about the distaff. Really so, so we talking about it yet? I guess you pick another one because there was a comment on. Uh, okay. we'll do distaff oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's fine. Well, that's a race. Well, we got to do that one, right? Of course, that's a turf. So the turf. Uh, we didn't do you didn't do the last one, Tom. I should do the turf for us. <sighs> the great one, Breeders' Cup turf, being competed at a mile and a half down the hill at San Andreas Turf Course, four million dollar purse, three year olds and up, a competitive field, very competitive field, With and thirteen horses. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll go post score. It's um, like he stops just enough to where I don't know if he's done. On Saturday. <laughs> I, I can't I can't determine if this is good or bad. So I don't know. In the end of <laughs> Chat loves it. Um Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh so the funny part of it, people might be looking downhill. Well, with Santanita with with the mile and a, uh, mile and a half, they start I think I don't know how many furlongs it is, two or three furlongs. They start mile and a half. Well, I'm saying That's like 12. how many they go off the downhill. Off the downhill you idiot. You dick. <laughs> I think it's four furlongs, maybe it's three, but I think it's one. I think it's a little, I think it's more than that. I'm gonna go with one and a half. <laughs> Anyways, they do start on the downhill, Wait, and so it does have prices right. It does over. The point of that being is it does factor in a little bit if you think maybe uh, the horse maybe doesn't want to go all the way a mile and a half. Even the, the trainer uh, alluded to that a little bit. but And, and I'll bring that up because of uh, most of death, the nine horse, you know, a horse that maybe doesn't want to go a mile and a half or hasn't really proven to be that elite at a mile and a half, gets the fast surface that he wants, gets the, you know, a little bit of the downhill. Um, but, you know, thoughts on this horse, and I think he's going to be the favorite, right? Okay. Like in a post time, he'll be the favorite over Augusta Rodine. He should be. Can we just hit the pause button on the horse doesn't want a mile and a half? I've heard this all over the place. I've been, that's I, a trainer, so. And I realize we're over fourth of distance. I get it. 
this horse aired on the synthetic going a mile and a half by seven lengths in what was that? A uh, oh yeah, in a group three race. Okay, so mile and a half, not an also in a one point five million dollar race on the turf, went a mile and six sixteenths and won easily. So it's like I I don't think the mile and a half really is a monstrous issue for most adopt. I agree with you. Going down the hill, it's more like a five and a half, five furlong turf sprint. Mm -hmm. So it cuts off some distance here from what most staff's going to have to do. Uh, like, what trip are we going to get? That, to me, is more of a concern than, like, can we get the distance? I agree. Especially since the four best horses in this are yours. I'm sorry, Mark. I love you. There are four better horses in this race than you. Honestly, mm -hmm. I think it's five nine. I think you're gonna put on an absolute show. August Rodin, most F as you call them. I think these two horses are are monsters. I mean, they, I really believe they're monsters. I think the upsetter is the two Anesto. I think that horse. You look at the form, it's like ah, I just hadn't had a win, but it's like <laughs> monsters that horse has been facing. So, but I'm with you. I, I really feel like end of the day, the distance isn't going to be a problem for the nine. Look, Aiden O'Brien says the five is one of the more athletic horses he's ever had. Oh, this Rodine. Yeah. So I think five nine all the way. I agree with you. The distance won't be a problem for the nine. The problem for the nine will be the five exactly. airing the field. Yeah. No, that no. is going to be the problem. I, th I think the problem for the nine is the five, and yeah. the problem for the five is the nine. I mean, they're 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 beast horses. And you know, like Ernesto, by the way, got you know, got smoked by Gus Rodine two back. Yeah. Um, by the way, last out, you know, finished a really good third in the arc. To ace impact three back, you know, lost in spiral who was going to run earlier on the card. So, I mean, yeah, like I'm with you. I think as far as and the, the distance for Ernesto mm -hmm. is is sweet, like it's a really good distance for the horse. Yep. I, 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 so people, someone asked, like, what's your plan? So, I have two entries in the BCBC one at 52, one at 25. Yeah. August Rodin is a shove horse for me. Okay. If, if it gets to that point and I'm sitting there somewhere in that, you know, three, five K range and I haven't hit something so far in the day, and I need to get up there where I want to get to 20 K so I can shove the last two races. This is a horse I think is phenomenal. I, I, I think this is going to be a superstar for the next two years. And when you look at the losses, so this horse was six for nine, two losses, both in group ones, the horse just didn't show up at all. When this horse shows up, he's dominant. And when Aiden O'Brien says, this is the most athletic horse I have in my barn, I, hopefully, there apparently were issues with the stewards today or the vet, the state vet, and O'Brien horses. Hopefully, it doesn't happen to Gus Rodin. I think this is the best horse in this race. I think we're going to get every bit of three to one. I love him at this price. I mean, I, I am terrified. Like, as a, as a most deaf uh, supporter, <laughs> I'm terrified of the five. And I really went back and forth on who, who I would go with. I, I do think it's 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 either one. I to me, I the way I felt, at least my opinion was I think I'm just I don't disagree with anything he just said. I think he's a superstar. I think he is a future superstar. I think most deaf might be able to get him tomorrow. I don't know that he can get him. I, I think long term the five is, is gonna be huge. You support the 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 nine, but you're scared to death of the five. You support the five, are you scared to death of the nine? I'm more scared of the eleven. Really? Okay. Well, I'm more scared of King of Steel. Yeah. Uh, who is another three-year-old who's coming in here just just won at Ascot in a 1.5 million dollar race. Has ran against the five multiple times, three times. Never been able to beat him. But you look at the, the just the improvement we've seen race after race from King of Steel. 
the Tory riding this horse back after winning at Ascot last time. Uh, like another one loves the distance. This is a horse who's won at this distance three times, ran first, second, third in those three efforts. If you take out August Rodin from this horse's like body of work, this is dominant and ran behind Nashua too bad. Lost to Augustus Rodin by a lane, but ran right behind Nashua, who's a horse that we've seen here in the British Cup the last two years. There's upside with the five and the 11. To me, that is the scariest part. I kind of think we know what the eight is, and the eight has been very good the last two. But if the five or the 11 improve, look out. I mean, they, they could be world beaters next year. Literally. I agree. Like, just going all over the world and beating everybody. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about these Euros, and I know you you alluded to it, but we'll you know give credit where credit's due. Up to the mark has been unbelievable for us um, this year in the United States. Had a long layoff, or semi-long, from June to October. Came back, looked awesome, beat up to the mark, who definitely could win uh, earlier on the card. Uh, Master of Seas. Sorry. Up to the mark, beat Master of yeah. Seas, yes. Um, so the point of that is, we've talked about, I think, I don't know if we talked about it on air or after the show, but... If he were to win this race, his horse of the year. So we're talking about a horse of the year caliber horse, but we're, we're also saying no chance. I'm not saying no chance. Saying it's just, I'm not, he has a chance, but it's hard. It's going to be really hard. Yeah, I mean, this is like... That's what she said. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> this is like... I mean, what, what's, this is this is like... This is like if, if LeBron James played a bunch of college kids tomorrow and then played in the NBA today after. That's the class jump that up to the market makes a year. Well, and I think like, he's beaten like one European horse here and there. Seth, he's right there. the biggest horse. You beat Soldier Rising too bad. Yeah. Hong Kong Harry, yeah. three pack. I like, yeah. This isn't, this is yeah. the best of the best of the best. And I, I it, like, I say that. He, I kind of want him to win from, from a rooting standpoint. I wouldn't be upset if he won. Right. Yeah. I have no interest in betting him that the price is going to be. What do you think he's going to be? Four to one, five to one. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, he's more than five to one. I think it's going to be that or shorter. And I think he is clearly the fifth best horse in the race. What do you think the odds are uh, off the, you know, let's say the three euros you you threw in, um, your king is still, but what do you think kind of the odds look like as we get to post? Uh, two to one on most of death, three to one on August Rodin, four to one on King of Steel. Uh, five to one up to the mark, seven to one on Esco. I mean, that's pretty, yeah. pretty damn close to what you know John has as I far as the morning right. line. I, I don't. I, he had a good day today, by the way. You're going to have a massive amount of money bet into this, and I don't think you're going to see any massive slides off those shorter numbers because this is a mature enough pool where the Europeans are going to get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- there's a lot of respected money that goes into these things, so I don't think up to the mark is going to get massively over bet because of it but if you want to bet a u.s horse a north american horse he is your only choice in this race yep. I mean, i'd be shocked if any other north american horse except for up to the mark wins this race Agreed. totally i mean yeah. by the way if he were if, if he were to have ran in the mile would you have picked him in the mile no probably would have thought about it more though i would have used him yeah, I would not have picked him. Right there, I would not use him tomorrow. Yeah, this race is so which tough. which which go. By the way, I'm sorry, but that goes to show how good the horses that we have coming over here are. Because this is a horse who's been flawless this well, year, and we're like saying, well, if you were in that race, eh, maybe I use him. 
He loses if he runs his best race. Well, I was talking to to uh, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> I was talking to Michael, and it, it's like sometimes we'll get one or two really nice horses. It just feel from Europe in this race. It just feels like this year. It's like my God, every one of these horses that are coming over here are capable. Well, it's it's not just yeah. That. You have one complete known quantity in Mustard Dog. Yeah, right. And you have two horses that could freak. Yeah. In the five and the eleven, and then you have this other horse, which no one's really paying that much attention to in the two, Onesto. Yep, who's really freaking good, a good like, horse. Like, yeah, really good like, horse, like really good. And so it's like I'm not ready to sit here and say, man. Well, I mean, a know, lot, of, a lot of years, if Onesto comes over and that's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, these other ones, it's like, well, I'm playing Onesto. Yeah. You know, it's a lot clearer. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 You have a very usually you have a very clear understanding of like in, like this race in particular like well that's the Euro horse like mm-hmm. that's the one the Arc de Triomphe it's a five million dollar race mm-hmm. one of the most prestigious races in Europe where you see the best turf horses in the world go there yep and Ernesto ran third in that race yep only missed by length in the third or three quarters and is your fifth choice on the morning line it's crazy like welcome to the British Jump Turf and it yeah. makes sense. That- that yeah. that horse would be. It's like, not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Because you can't. I mean, it's there's too much talent in the race. It's just that kind of race. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those races to me that whether you love most deaf, whether you love, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say it forever. Um, and whether you love, I guess, Rodine, like Ernesto, Keys, like what, whoever it is, like you have to do your opinion and just press it. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I, I, per, I personally am playing the nine over five straight cold. Yeah. You yep. might play five nine or whatever, but like the bottom line is, you ha- like it's that kind of race to where you just have to press your opinion and and frankly be like, dude, I'm either I'm either right or wrong. Yeah. I mean, there's a, you can be the, any of these horses could run very very well tomorrow mm-hmm. and not win. This is the race that is least likely to produce a horse winning in double digits. You think so? I agree with that. So many horses yeah. would have to not fire. Yeah. For this to produce a double-digit winner, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's fair. I agree with that. So that yeah. so goes back to why you need to press. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not you're not getting a twenty to one here. No, you got to pick your three to one. Like it's it's just a very different betting. But you're also getting a fair enough price on good horses. Yeah, the value of three to one isn't bad. It, exactly. Yeah, but you just have to pick your three to one. You can't be like I'm going to go four deep and play all four euros. That's a losing yeah. strategy. Yeah, you got to. You know, put your play flag in the ground. Four up to the mark. He's thinking like, "Holy shit, really? Yeah. Like, I, I I barely handled Master C's. Now you're giving me these monsters." Well, I like to say, if up the mark yes. wins, if up the mark wins, he's the horse of the year. Easily, I don't want any debate. It makes that case way easy yeah. as far as that goes. Because if he beats yeah. this field, he yeah. is the yeah. 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 And he's also gonna have to close it. Well, yeah. like that's the other yeah. problem. Oh yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have to do a lot. And the and thing about it is, how can you disrespect him? He's been so good, but at the same time, it's like, man, that is just such a tough ass. He's this. also never done well. Well, we'll see. I guess you're not gonna pick him. What are you picking? I have to go to with most death. I, I just think this horse is gonna be a little bit too good. Uh, go ahead, August Rodin. Yeah, open legs. Ooh, open links. I'd be fine with it. Honestly, two, two plus. I like. Honestly, I I hope I everything running through the two horses. I hope it's the nine for me personally, my betting. But I hope one of those two puts on like mm-hmm. a yeah. performance where you're like, holy shit! I, I will have a large, with or without the BCBC, I will have a large five over nine eleven nine eleven drive. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I think, and that I, I think it's clearly those three. If you want to play the nine eleven. Or the five over nine eleven with two nine eleven two nine eleven super. I think it's zero sweep. 
There you go. And it's not that crazy to think it's going to happen. I mean, it's pretty. No, I mean, that makes sense. So there you go. There's the uh, the turf hell of a race. I mean, just no, unbelievably yeah. good race. All right. Uh, let's see. You haven't picked one. Well, okay. I'll pick the. I'll pick the distaff. Well, no, the distaff was in the chat. We'll go ahead and do the distaff. I'll pick the classic um, by default. But uh, let's go to the distaff, which is what race is race? The race number seven, the grade one. Breeders' Cup distaff being competed at a mile and an eighth over the dirt course for Phillies, three-year-old and mares. Three-year-olds and up. First, $2 million. It's wide open. Let's go. So, well, we just got done talking about a turf race that's unbelievable. The the the, the, the stars have come across from all over of the world to show up for the turf. Who's your Philly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we get a distaff where class tends to win this race. The question is, who is the class of the race and how do they win? Because if you want to talk about the class right now, I mean, it'd be hard to go past Eomatic. This horse has been really, really good lately for Brad Cox. Obviously, we know Brad Cox and Flo have teamed up to win this race uh, before. Five to two on the morning line. I'm on the. Uh, my opinion is this is a horse who's been the uh, the the horse that's gotten every easy lead possible. Has not faced any pace pressure that's any good. Is going to get it here, but I understand why anyone mm-hmm. would pick. From whom? Uh, well, for one, who's your Philly will be one. Um, you, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Pretty Mischievous is out or is going to scratch. I'm pretty sad about this. This is my top pick. <laughs> I think Randomized is a horse. I think Randomized is a horse. Um, you know, obviously, I think Search Results is a horse that's is forwardly placed. Adair Manor is a horse that's been on the lead every race. Um, but the point of that is, I, I think I believe I'm under the impression that we are going to see some sort of a pace meltdown here. Who's going to pick it up? I don't care. <laughs> You're just waiting for me to finish so you could. Could... Wet paint? Wet paint, yeah. Wet paint. Uh, I, I don't hate that horse. No. This, this... I kind of hate the horse, but I don't hate the pick. Let's put it that way. Okay, if you're going to play track five, search results win this by open race. Because that, this is, search results is going to get the exact trip that we saw every horse going two turns on a dirt kit day that one. Yeah. She's going to sit there in second, third, whatever you want. She's going to get that trip. And for all of the hate that Search Results gets, she's actually run really well. I know. Like, if you go through the race, you're like, she's been ultra competitive. She's got 300 plus buyers. She's got tactical speed. She doesn't quit. She keeps going. Someone needs to pass her. Um, I kind of like Wet Pain. If, if the track, if Wet Pain's able to close, if the track is able to kind of allow a closer to win a race, I think it's Wet Pain and Clarier. Are the two horses you got to talk about quite a bit here because yeah. Clarier has the class. I mean, I know you mentioned idiomatic, but Clarier, has, I think, has the bigger wings oh, yeah. across the breadth of her career. Mm-hmm. And Wet Paint has the style that wants me to bet this horse. And at Wet Paint's best, she's going to have to improve to win this race. But at her best, the logical improvement makes her fit in this field, and she's ten to one. I I've seen some uh some in the chat as well. Like you, you mentioned closers, like how about uh La Davida? I mean, that's a horse that has been able to close uh in, in, in the past and collapsing races, tried to close last time out, uh couldn't get to idiom idiomatic. To me, that's a horse that I'm interested in as a long shot underneath because I do think this horse could take a get a piece of it if this thing collapses. 
Um, and at 20 to one, I mean, shit, like, I think there's worse plays uh, underneath that you like, say for instance, like idiomatic gets like, it misses the board, you know, gets tired. And like, now you play like a clear air over a uh, lot of Vita or whatever. Like to me, that's a, a decent play. I picked that horse a lot this year. Play to beat it. And, and judging by our past performances, you have not been right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I agree with everything you said, but it's also like, man, it's just really hard to think this horse is going to win, I guess. Or Matt. No, I'm with you on that because, I mean, it's hard. How do you do? I, I shouldn't have said I don't care. But I, I think care. It's going to be a fun race, but it's just like, this just, just doesn't feel like a Breeders' Cup race to me. But you could all, yeah. You could, no, it feels exactly like the Breeders' Cup this time. Like no, I'm serious. It's it's what a wide open race where we've consistently seen pace collapses in this race. We had like, the Japanese horse that won a thirty to one last time we were in California for Malat that couldn't pass anyone down the lane. Right. But that is the feeling that I get from this exact same race. Where I I agree with Jared. This sign the, the okay. If Hoosier goes, if Adair goes, if Idiomatic goes, if Randomized goes, yeah. They're going to be stumble buddies on the way home. Mm-hmm. And it is right for someone to just, at a bomb price, pick up this race and go on by. It, it's the yeah. question of, like, does it take the pressure or can she handle it? Right? Is this a Nick's go situation where she's going to go 23 46 and just run away from him, which is possible? Yeah. Or is it someone being able to actually close into that pace? I think what's very interesting about clear air here is that we've seen all year. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's been a few in there, but most of the year she's faced fields of like four, yeah, five, you know, and so like there's going to be more pace pushed. Like she's been forced to maybe run it a little bit differently than she has in the past yep. because of the lack of pace or whatever. Whereas today or tomorrow, she's going to get the setup. I mean, at least on paper, it seems that way. And she, and we, She's the one you can count on, in my opinion. I mean, I know that last race was a little bit of a dud in the first instant, but that was just a, just a little bit, you know, an insane race. So I think that, you know, I get you can, that's one of those horses you can look at the slob and be like, well, maybe that was just, yeah, you know. over to the slob. Yeah, I think that was a lot of a quirky horse. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think it's weird in a way because it's like, finally, Clarier, who again, this is Steve Asterson, uh trains this horse. Steve Asterson has like three billion horses. But when Clary enters, there's never a rabbit. It's always like four horses. It's like, what are you doing? Just send her a rabbit and try to get her pace. He never does it. Now we finally have the pace set up. And one of the most consistent horses that we have in training all of a sudden is off form. It's, at least when you look at the past performances. Yeah. So it's like, what the hell, right, for her? But so two points. Mm-hmm. She's one for six of Saratoga. Yeah. So maybe it's a Saratoga. Yeah, because he. Second one. She was in that Breeders' Cup this staff at Del Mar. I know. I know. She didn't pass him either. Hey, like she ended up fourth. And like, yep. double down on that, Tomich, she should have won last she, year. She was right there last year to win it. Couldn't get past Malta. Couldn't get yep. past Blue Stripe. And I don't, I'm not going to blame you for Malta. But once again, I am going to blame you for not getting past Blue Stripe. <laughs> but, but counter to the counter to the counter, this is a bunch of shit in this race. <laughs> yeah. I mean, three counter, four to one. Again, yeah, I, fair, like fair, fair, fair. Recounter to the counter, maybe, to the counter, maybe yeah. five to two when we actually rank. Like, is that? I know, no, yeah. I know, I get it, I get it. That's why, and, and you just summed why I hate the race. I hate wet paint. I, I mean, I'm not saying the wet paint can't win. I just don't want to play her. I don't want to play Clary to like five to two. I, I just this race sucks to me. This feels like a race Brad Cox takes more skateboard. 
It, you know I, what? It just does. If that, and if like, that like, happens, we're all going to go, God, we're so dumb. Like, I mean, I think it's up. Yeah, we overthought that race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do. It feels like a race where idiomatic is faster early than everyone else. And maybe that happens. And everyone else backs off. And yeah. then she goes gate to wire. It could happen. Very, and, and you could look back to like, time, yeah. Five to two on idiomatic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then here's the well, difference. Like, you're talking about Nick, like, the Nick's Nick show. Yeah. This is not Nick's It's a Brad Cox wire to wire. Right. But this is not Nick's She's not near that level. She's also the most consistent of these horses. I mean, look, she's lost. She's rattled off four in a row. Right now, yeah. um, she's back to back grade one wins. She, it, puts, up, she puts up more hundred buyers than Jared does crushing Kenny's five. <laughs> Not sure. I don't know. My game's been pretty hard this uh, these last couple of days. Sure. Wording. No, I mean Wording. hard in a good way. Hard. Oh my Ooh. god. Ooh. Oh my god. Oh. Okay, anyway, <laughs> you, know, you know when you get sandwiched, you get no comment, you know that it's a good line, okay? Anyway, I want to reiterate, you guys thought I would be the bad one on here. Sandwich has been bad. That's now very true. Bad. That's I very haven't true. had any You bad. actually have outperformed. Have no you have outperformed no the, the form that you had on paper going into this you're, game. You're a 21 morning line, you're running like a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more race to go. <laughs> we'll see. There's time. All right, give, give us your pick. This race. Oh, for this race. Uh, <laughs> Go on. I want to bomb it. Who I picked for this race? I picked Claria. Okay. Yeah. Sandwich. Bad pick. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, although, yeah, because uh, this, this is a breaking uh, news story here because I don't even know who you're picking. I know you get pretty mischievous. Who Idi- are you picking? Idiomatic. Idiomatic. Gate to wire. Uh, I'm going Claria as well. Don't. Uh, don't. <laughs> I just think the pace setup is too good. Um, but listen, Probably. there's very little of this race that could surprise she me. She is, huh? <laughs> no, she's not. Um, all right, let's go to the main event, of course, uh, of the two days, and that is. Oh wait, sorry. Go ahead. That's you. Oh. Oh. Yeah. The Grade One Breeders' Cup Classic being contested at a mile and a quarter over San Dirt Course. Race number nine, Saturday. Purse of six million. Yeah, was, good job. <laughs> Three-year-olds are not, baby. Let's go. The classic. The classic is here. Thirteen horses in the race. Uh, well, twelve, I guess. Archangelo is out. Oh. Mm. Should I just start over? You think? What? That's actually factual. He just kicked the stall. It's well, I, I I know, but I didn't. There's nothing I, I didn't, bad about Arcadia. I know, but I know. <laughs> it's true. He is. He is alive. He's fine. I mean, yeah, he's that, in this day and age, that's that's a that's a win. Yeah. Um, all right, Bill Twelve. I mean, this is it, it's one of the it's 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 better than the Distaff. Don't get me wrong, it, but it's also one of those races that you don't. It's on the turf. You don't have like no. it's it's been that kind of year all year, where you're at a point where like I think Fight of Barrio might win this race, <laughs> or I think this is the year that Japan finally wins the classic, or Saudi Crown maybe Brad Cox. And we that's another one that you kind of you think well I just I'm bypassing that horse whatever you can't get the distance maybe he goes gate to wire like there's a ton of op- Arabian Night you know Bob Baffert we know he knows how to win this race with three year olds. He's got it. If there is a three-year-old to win this race, it's Bob Baffert. We've seen it many times. He's got Arabian Night has the the blueprint of one of his horses, especially like a like a Bayern or something like that. So thoughts on the classic? This is a tough race. <laughs> um, I was pretty set that I was going to take Arabian Night on top and being willing to push this horse, and it's going to be a short price. 
I hate the draw for Arabian Night. Um, now, saying that, and then watching today, it's not such a bad thing to be outside speech. Just that's why I had uh, no problems with this. Not, no, yeah. neither, neither did uh, Fierceness. This was yeah. this was the exact trip you're going to see. Yeah. If Arabian Night drew inside, I would be heavily favoring Arabian Night in this race. But the fact that you're outside of Saudi Crown, I think the Saudi Crown is going to 100% go. Yeah, no doubt. Now you're going to force Arabian Night's hand to figure out how am I going to, am I going to be able to stop and win? Am I going to be able to make my own trip and get the win? And I, I don't know if we know that answer, and I'm not willing to find out at 8 to 5, at 9 to 7 to 5. Like, I don't want to bet a horse as a favorite doing something new. And that is what Arabian Knight's going to need to do. You're not going gate to wire here. Saudi Crown will not let you do that. And so the question is, can we stalk and win? And I, I, I don't want to bet that price. And then I, I look around and White Barrio, sorry, man, I don't trust you. Like, I don't think you're the best horse in the world. And that's what we're supposed to see here. Yeah. I, like, to me, there's two horses that are really interesting here. One is Ushpichasoro. Uh, Japanese horse who is a freaking monster, just built huge. That's going to get the setup. Wants to run mid pack. Wants to run them down late. Should be sitting fifth, sixth, seventh, somewhere like that. Ran phenomenal when when he was overseas in the in the Middle East last time we saw him. And then the, the other horse that I gravitated toward, and and I think it's a monster chance here, is Bright Future, who I would have picked to win the mile had he been in the mile. And Todd Fletcher chose not to go to the mile and to send this horse here. And, and you watch all day today, and it's like tactical speed, tactical speed, tactical speed. You know what Bright Future has in spades? Tactical speed. I, this is the horse that's going to be sitting directly behind Saudi Crown and Arabian Knight as they bang heads. Mm. Yeah. And I'm getting 10 to 1 on a horse that just won the Jockey Gold Cup that had like was considered one of the like highly touted Pletcher horses at two and just didn't quite get to the track and has run back-to-back monster races and has a huge chance to take a, take a step forward here late in the four-year-old season. I, sign me up, man. Like, I, I want a price here because I think this race is incredibly difficult. He ran, you know, those last two really have been really good, but the, that last race was like, he kind of gave you like, oh, no, maybe he might be something. Like he, and we're not going to go to the mile. Yeah, I mean, and obviously charge it. He yeah. he opted to go to the mile, uh, to the dirt mile. That is, uh, instead of uh, Bright Future, which I kind of thought Bright Future would be the dirt mile, right? And yeah. I, I mean, just yeah. kind of on paper, I thought that you know, it maybe charge it would be in this race when he really shouldn't. But bottom line is, I don't hate. Like I kept getting to Bright Future, and then I was like, uh, I don't know. I but I I definitely see it. Like I'm not. I I didn't expect to pick the source. I mean, like, I, those are the best picks sometimes. I, I, and yeah. we talked about this in the Magic Mike show. Sometimes the Breeders' Cup, because you know all the horses, you come up with this preconceived notion of who you're going to pick. And that's the worst thing you can do as a handicapper. Like, erase the names, figure out who you like on paper, and then watch replays, figure out if those replays validate your opinion, mm-hmm. and then pick a horse. Don't pick the name. And a lot of people pick the name this weekend. And I have been guilty of picking the name. It's one of those cases where, like, I like Bright Future. I wouldn't think I would. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. Of, like, I feel like this this race in, in itself is is that way. Where it's like, like we've been doing on Blinkers Off over the last month or so. Like every week, who, who's your who's your classic horse? And 
I think uh, one week I had some, but after that I I switched to Ushba. I kept it was kind of like at first like yeah you know this kind of just feels like the year Japan could win this thing, and then the more I like Ushba, and I'm like, I like no, him. I really. And then the more I saw him on the track, and then he had that prep. Oh, this this might actually be the makings of uh, Japan winning this race. I really like Ushba. Yeah, feels it. Ushba to sore you too much. Because it's not. Because to me, it's. It's the, the the deal with him for me is like it's not like it's like some Japan horse that's coming over and it's like you hadn't really seen or this is the Dubai World Cup winner yeah. so like he has that aspect as well yeah he's like he's I, I, you can argue that race wasn't like the strongest Dubai World Cup but no. bottom line is he won a mile and quarter race in Dubai and did it like visually was very impressive yes and then came off the layoff and looked did what he su- was supposed to do in a, in a prep race for this over in japan i like that he sits he can sit more tactical as well like he's not a horse that has to go you know has to sit way off i mean he will be able to i would think sit in a position that he can you know because I, I don't think he wants to come from like the clouds out of this one and before we like knock that race too who was the favorite to win the Breeders cup class when that race was run it was the Baffert horse who he stomped. Oh, uh, Country Grammar? Like, he beat him into the ground, and that was your favorite. That was supposed to be the best yeah. older North American horse. At that and time. He, I mean, obviously. Him. A lot of people, a lot of horses beat him, though, that day. He didn't run very well. Uh, Ushba ran great. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I agree. Did, but yeah, I like, agree. Yeah. Who do you like? I honestly. I think you gotta keep it simple. If Wide Barrio runs the Whitney, they're not beating him. Period. I don't disagree. And I, I'm using him on top um with, with the exact I'm playing, but that it's a big if, right? I don't think so. I don't think it's a big if. I think I think it's I don't think it's any more a big if than any worse than the dinners, honestly, in any race. Because it's not a big if if he runs back to the Whitney. No, I'm not saying I don't think it's a big if that he runs that Whitney race tomorrow. I really don't. Because when you think about it, he ran in the Met Mile. He got beat by a horse that is just elite at a mile. Then he was nosed out for second. I thought he ran a much improved race first time for Detro. Second time for Detro, he was fantastic. He's come out here and worked really, really well. There are all the reports in the morning are the horses doing really, really well. I just think he is going to run that race. And if he does, I don't think that, I, I honestly don't think. There's anybody that can beat him if he does. And he's got tactical uh, speed to draw yeah. from, from the three posts. Yeah. Like I, I just hate that the layoff. I mean, it's just like oh, that's a, such a hard task to get a horse from. That's true. I know. Twenty percent four dollar ROI off the layoff. I mean, I, I if the guy like, can do it, he. It's his I hand. really feel here's the deal, and this is why I would. And I hate listen. I don't want this son bitch to win, but this is the deal. This is about money. This is about <laughs> betting, right? You watch these horses. That race is way better than everybody else. Can you imagine leaving that track that day and being like, "That's my, that's my classic horse." Counter, just, just be to feel a six. He, I mean, they were in another zip code when he crossed the line. He also beat Zandon in another zip code, and Zandon came back to look decent. Zandon won. Like, Cody's wish came back. Raise, raise your hand if you're picking Zandon in the top five in this race. Well, I mean, Vinny picked Zandon to win, so it's okay. I mean, I think <laughs> I think I think Zandon definitely well, can hit the board. Hit top five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I don't. I mean, I obviously I don't like Zandon tomorrow. 
tomorrow. I'm not going to be like that. But, but I just, like, you look at this field. It's a field of six. Mm-hmm. It was Zandon, next stop winner. Right, but someone we're not even considering for this race. Right, but an next stop okay. winner. Cody's Wish. Who, next stop winner. Right, okay, but again, someone <laughs> who's three to five to win a Breeders' Cup race. Right, but, nice. can't, but can't get the distance. So Fair. irrelevant for the mile and mile and quarter. Yeah. Charge it, who chose not to run in this race. Charge it. Giant was. game. Sucks. This is awful. Last Samurai. Yeah. There's nothing there. Are, are we sure that's not an inflated buyer? Dude, I, no. I'm, I mean, that was a, sure it was, a, it was an impressive race. I mean, he won by a hundred, but look, he won by six. If you if you want to say he's not going to do that tomorrow, that's fair. Like, I think it's 50-50, but I don't think it's a hundred percent certain. Oh, he will never do that again. I really don't because we've seen this guy, right? We've seen Dutro. He's done this a lot. I question the race. I don't question. I I, I don't think the numbers is good as the races. I. I mean, listen. I don't. I don't think. I think it's just as likely. What likely the White Barrio, uh, you know, wins as is is like your horse. I mean, because to me, like you look at a horse like Bright Future, but he's still got to do something. He's still got to run a race that he hasn't ran yet to win this thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, and and I and I think that's a lot of a lot of case uh, for these horses, and that's why to, I think to what Alterman's point is. My point. Like, yeah, but they all have to do something, right? I don't think anybody's been to that level. That one race is better than anybody. That's- it's very fair to say the winner of this race is going to run their best race of, yeah. of their career. Right well, I agree with that because it's either going to be White Barrio or it's going to be one of these other ones that jumped up and ran a, a better race than normal. I mean, here's the deal. Uh, many, many years, the, the, the Baffert improving three-year-old would be my pick in the race. But I watch Arabian Night, who absolutely could win tomorrow. I'm not saying he can't. But I watch him, and I'm like, I don't think he's that good. Similar to how I looked at Muth in this race, who ran who ran fine, but I just didn't think he was that good. That's okay. where I'm at. All right, let's, let's talk about, uh, let's see. He's going to be the big favorite, I think. I think Arabian Knight's 2-1. to one. Go ahead. Um, I, I agree with you, Slotty, so I can't bet the horse. Yeah. I think he's going to be sub 2-1. Saudi Crown. Let's talk about Saudi Crown. This is an interesting horse, because this is the one that I would, yeah. when, as soon as the horse you know, won or, you know, ran last time I won, I was like, please send this horse to the dirt mile. Please. Like, I, he will not lose in the dirt mile. And then it was like, oh, well, we're not running the classic. Obviously, the goal for them is to is the Saudi. You know, they're going, they want to go to Saudi. They would like the crown. They, they would Saudi. like the crown. That's, you know, the owner would like the, the crown in Saudi. Um, makes sense, right? But, so I was like, man, that makes sense. You know, go to dirt mile, then go to Saudi. No, they're going to go to the classic Hasn't been, you know, has ran you know mile and eighth races last two. Got beat by uh, by Forte two back in the Jim Dandy. Won the Pennsylvania Derby both times though. It's just like obviously lost, but even the last time it's like, oh, you know, like he really. I mean, he's quick and he makes you work for it. But he mile and eighth, he just was too. It was tested. It's hard to believe that a mile and a quarter he could get the job done. I think the track's really going to help him, but yeah. I don't think it'll help him enough. Second best last out buyer in the field. Yeah. Behind Quay Barrio. Uh, one of the few horses that's run multiple, three or more 105s. Mm-hmm. Uh, traction system. I don't know why Dreamlake doesn't beat him tomorrow, though. I thought that the parks track assisted him massively in that last race, and Dreamlake was coming from the clouds. Against no race. pace. Yeah. 
and Dreamlike missed by a half length. Yeah. Now I'm getting 30 to 1 on Dreamlike, I'm getting 12 to 1 on Saudi Crown. Like, I would much rather take Dreamlike at the bigger price here. I, if Arabian Night doesn't break, Saudi Crown is really dangerous. Yeah. I don't bet horses because I think someone else isn't going to break. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I do think we will be, we could be sitting there like top the stretch, even midway through the stretch, thinking, you know, Saudi Crown's like, he's, he's trying because he is a trier. Like, yeah. he, he, every race he's ran in, it, where it looked like either he was going to lose. Or he was like he did lose, but it was it was close. I mean, the two losses are by no you know nostrils, and it, so it's like he's gonna he's gonna give anybody issues whether they pass or not. And I think that to me, him being in this race was a bigger issue for Arabian Night. When I saw when he got, it's like oh shit, that's. That's the pace you do. Like, if Arabian Knight was in here without Saudi Crown, I would feel a lot better about him. Well, Arabian Knight is faster. It's the difference in, like, the pace, right? Yeah. There are, there are pace horses, and then there are horses who are fast. Mm-hmm. Saudi Crown and Arabian Knight are fast. Fast. Right? They are they have high cruising speeds. They're going to get to the lead. They can go 46, 47 and keep going without pressure. Two horses in that race creates pressure. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, all right, so let's talk. Uh, you know, as far as the the three year old goes, and I mean, this is a race that we we know Baffert, or you know, it's not it's no secret. Bob Baffert has won this race many times, but he's won it with three year olds many times. In Arabian Night, we talked a little bit about Arabian Night, but like he he fits to the T, right? Like the whole like okay, he's the horse, and then we sit off of him after the Southwest. We don't hear you know, you really know where he's at, right? Yeah. Comes back in the Haskell. Runs okay, especially when you consider, you know, go rocket ride, beat him, and of course, go rocket ride, uh, you know, finish second in the Pacific Classic. I mean, it's a hell of a horse. Um, and then Pacific Classic, he was awesome. I mean, he was he was good. He was he was really really good in the Pacific Classic. So it's like it, he definitely fits the bill, but he he's one in particular that's gonna be a low price. That's got to run a, a monster race that he has not yet ran. That's my biggest issue with him. I, I think when it comes to the classic, it takes and maybe not this year because this year is just such a the year for racing, right? To to put it weirdly, but I, usually it takes a, a, a an elite type of horse, a wild performance, a horse that's just kind of flashy, right? Arabian Night has never been that. And I think that was my biggest thing. Like we, it's, when you look at all these horses, the only one that really flashes off the screen is Wide Barrio. And I realize it's just that one race, right? But yeah. like Arabian Night, like you watch the Southwest and say, yeah, that was good, but he, he sorry, Shotty, but it was Red Route One that was chasing him home. You know, <laughs> hey, it's your horse. I know. And then you, you go <laughs> to the Haskell, chasing home, right? Well, you go to the Haskell, he loses, and you go to you go to the Pacific Class, and it's like. Give him credit. It was nice win, all right. But it's like you didn't see brilliance. You didn't see like Bayern and the Woody Stevens type brilliance, right? Where he just he had a cheat to win too. Well, in the Bridge Cup class. Well, by, well, by any well, he's a bad horse to begin with. So anyway, but you didn't see like cheat twice. You didn't see that brilliance. You just saw, hey, he's good, and he's good, and he's good type of. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not like the whoa type of effort, and that. That's why ultimately, if he wins tomorrow, not going to be surprised at all. But I just can't back him at that short price. I mean, the one counterpoint: he went forty-six and three in the Pacific Classic. Mm-hmm. No horse has gone sub forty-seven in the rest of the field. 
46 and three versus 47 is a two length lead that you are clear. But if, if he, but if, if he has to get out, get in position, also get past Saudi and then Saudi's on, Saudi's going to be like, pack it up. I think he will though. I I mean, he's going to try to get, try to run with Arabian night, which is definitely not going to help him. But if Arabian guy gets to the rail by the first turn, that which is would be a hell of a move. I mean, that's what you have to do, though. Yeah. But if he does, he could and he could, and that's why that forty six matters. Then yeah. Saudi Crown has to go too wide and never challenges again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how fast did he run that first? That's now. Let's can he go twenty? And, and, and then can he hold off? Can he go twenty two and four, forty six and change, and then hold off? Yeah, exactly. White Barrio, yeah. all these other horses. Let's that's also remember, as far as positioning on the first turn, going a mile and a quarter here. Huge, that is a long run. They, they start way yeah. down yeah. and they go all the way. Before. I mean, that's a leap to the stretch. Plenty of time. So he has time if he is, um, if he breaks well and he's, he's good. Yeah. And that's that's the key question is can he, because yeah. if if Arabian Knight clears by the first turn, he deserves to be sub two to one. Yeah. If he doesn't, he doesn't. And it's that, like, it's that simple of a question of whether or not you think yeah. he can get past Saudi Crown. And, and what are you going to see from? who is notoriously not aggressive on some of these horses. Here's a horse that yeah, I saw a question from Mark. Like, what happens if the six and or the 12 don't break well? So, like, if one of the yeah, – is there a horse that yeah, could maybe sneak question. sneak in there that you're, like, you're not you're not really envisioning he could be on the lead, but next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, that horse is up there too. I mean, it's wild proxy. Mine Barrio will be up there, I think, if – those if, two don't break. If they don't break, it's yeah, like a proxy. Yeah, so, I, th- I think so. Yeah, and I don't love either. I don't love. I listen. I'm a wide barrio backer. If he's on the lead, I'm not going to be super happy. I mean, actually, you it. know what? It's Dreamlight. No, I don't think so. Not on the lead. In the last two races of Isle and Eighth and Isle and Quarter, the horse has gone 48 flat, 48 and two, 48 and three every time. And a length off. I still don't think. I don't know. I just don't think he wants to. Of course. He wants to be there versus he fell on it is two different things. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Can't, yeah. If I okay, let me rephrase. I project Dreamlike will be third. So if both of those don't break, I should probably project Dreamlike will be first. <laughs> like that's logic, fair. right? Like uh, some some fair. derma, some yeah. derma is showing up in the chat. Yeah, that that uh, maybe... well, here's the deal about derma. I haven't ran it so long. Usually, and I, you know, usually you never know. They are a little hyped up when they come off that layup, right? And and I think that I think. He might go out there. I mean, it's not like we've never seen a Japanese horse completely screw up a mile and a quarter race in the U.S. before, does, right, Jared? Does it not, yeah. Does it not feel like this, the UAE Derby was like two years ago? Three years ago. I mean, it's insane that that's a race that he ran in this year. Yes. Honestly, Dermot of the guy ran a pretty good Derby. Like he was okay. Yeah. I, I just oh, the layoff. Okay. It's a huge problem for me. I thought I thought this horse would run twice. Well, it was May. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was May. We yeah. saw that first Saturday May. Like, and by the way, surely like, he won a group two in Japan. Like with Crimson Advocate today. It, he ran. Like, don't shut yeah. the door on him, yeah. but it's just like shit that's hard to win from, from yeah. June to now, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh let's do this. Um give us uh your top pick of the race of the Breeders' Cup classic and give like a kind of a random interesting bet. That you might want to play here. Me first? Sure. I think Juan Barrio is the winner. I really do. Uh, as it comes closer, I'm just really confident that he's going to run a big race. And if he does, I, I just think he's better than these horses. I, I'll put it, I'll put a disclaimer on it. I, I hardly ever picked this horse since his three-year-old campaign in Florida. 
I just think he's the best source. So I'm going to go out of Moreno on top here. I am with Samich. I really like Bright Future. The more I watch those replays, I'm going to go White of Barrio on top of uh, uh, Bright Future, Saudi Crown, and Arabian Nights. So I'm going to go White of Barrio. I'm going to try White of Barrio on top, and then those three horses in the second and third spots. Yeah, give me Bright Future on top. Um, I, I think the price to me is really the last. And I, I think Ushba and, White of, and, and Bright Future have the same chances to win. But I'm getting 10 to 1 on one. I'm getting 4 to 1 on the other. If I'm building tribes or supers, I'm putting those two on top. If I'm pressing a pick four, pick five, I'm putting those two. Uh, I, I love the double in the last two races after what I saw today. I, I, I like living the dream in the turf sprint going into today. Freaking love living the dream in the turf sprint coming out of today. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Sweepo Beach airs. So uh, race number 10. Five seven cold double. I think it's. I think those are those are my best two bets of the day, and then my last two bets. What do you think? Either one of them, but well, you know, either one of those turf forces in the region of turf, the like Rodine and and most Dev. What do you think those pay into Ushba double? Um, and you could even go like Bright Future if you wanted to as well. No, well, the Ushba, I think I think Ushba's going off of five to one. So let's let's do some quick math. Uh, uh, three to one to five to one, fifteen to one on uh, August Rodin into Ushba, then add a what's called a twenty percent bump. Uh, so I think you're gonna get about nineteen to one on the five eight, and uh, on the nine five, I think you're getting about fifteen to one. Okay. I mean, to me, that's that's a play that I, I I'm interested in playing. I, I got Ushba on top in this race. Um, don't hate the idea of play maybe playing two like within here like Ushba and um, White Barrio or Ushba and uh, Bright Future or whatever you know. But like play a two two double because it's gonna pay. Because I mean, because the thing is like if you want to go against White Barrio and put like a horse like Bright Future, you're getting ten to one. I mean, whatever. That's the thing about this race. If you're, I mean, no matter who you pick. Those doubles will pay, help you will pay because I, I just it's just a tough race to get to. Um, so yeah, give me the 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 two euros there that we talked about. Um, most def and Augusta Rodin into uh Ushba double. I like that one. I also like a lot of uh of just Ushba on top as far as you know any kind of my exotics because I just that's gonna help you know jump up this payout. I'm gonna try to be Arabian Night on top. I'm going to too. And then I will have a very large pick three that is 12, 5, 7. <laughs> just, <laughs> just in case. case. Just in case, yeah. Uh, I did see a question here from Kevin. We didn't talk about the race, sorry. Uh, good night, Olive. Do you think that's a, a lock tomorrow? There's no such thing as a lock. <laughs> no, we know that. I, I today. did not. I w- okay, we talked about like the handicapping for names. I went into this race trying to beat this horse. I came out of it thinking good night, Olive's going to be really I agree. I, I, I think Goodnight Alba is my most likely winner tomorrow. Which, by the way, means shit after today. Like, my most likely winner, I don't think, is finished. <laughs> I, I actually so. think turf races, you have a better chance of hitting most likely winners. I think it's the most likely winner tomorrow. I, I have the horse on top. So. would love that. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I, 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 just, I, think, I think at this point, turf, horse, turf racing in the Breeders' Cup is more predictable. That race, uh, the the Halterman kind of told me like when we were going through handicapping, he's like, make sure you go watch Goodnight All that last race when she lost yeah. to Equizulu because you kind of forget about that race a little bit for a lot of reasons. Obviously, 
we just saw what we saw and you're just kind of like you're not even really paying attention and Equazulu was so good that you kind of forget yeah, good at all was really, really good that day yeah. too. When you think about her at the, der- at the Derby, awful trip. Oh, I mean, it was just like there's got to be. It was a loss. It was a win. Yeah, yeah. basically. And, and she's going to be close to the pace. Seven kilos isn't a problem. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of other horses that really struggle with seven in that race, and so I, I mean, I, I think she's got a shot there. Yeah. Big shot there. I have her on top. So. All right, guys, that's a, that's a good look at tomorrow's Breeders' Cup. That's uh, all the time we have. It's, it's been great the last couple of days. A ton, ton of questions, ton of comments, ton of viewers on here. Appreciate that. Uh, make sure you go to uh, racingdudes.com if you uh, want more info on the on tomorrow's racing. We have the betting Bible available right now with all the, the coverage you'll need, top four picks or top four horses for every race from uh, the three of us uh, there, as well as alternatized bets uh, for the uh, for tomorrow. I ended up today with, a, I think, a plus – 27% ROI. It wasn't great, but it kind of, you know, got my way through there with a couple of nice wind bets. Um, but yeah, it was a, a great start to the day or to, to, to the Breeders' Cup tomorrow. Hopefully huge. I mean, tomorrow's going to be massive. Make sure you go check out the Magic Mike show. They did the, uh, did the, the pick five, right? Yeah, we played pick five. So the, the pre-scratch Wednesday opinion, like yeah. pick five, take like meld this in. So that, cause like I yeah. pretty much this on top. I, I, I think that, uh, for instance, search results is a lot better chance today than I did on Wednesday right. because of what we've seen from the track. So meld the opinions in together, get a winner. Yep. All right, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. And been real fun. Say hi if you see us at the track. Yeah, come, definitely. Come out. We've talked we had a bunch of ton people of people today. today. Yeah. yeah, great talking to everybody today. It came up. Um, and uh, got a couple drinks out of the deal. So that's always that yeah. we, we never against that. Just don't buy air. Well, just want to just want to be clear. No bads for me on this show. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. But you know what? Should have saw him earlier. You know what? You were warned. Yeah, you were warned. Okay. <laughs> but I don't listen. So it, just to anyone listening, maybe that might be in the in the press. Do you think that you'll be? Can you say hi to them tomorrow in the, the no, press room? I will not be in the press room. Shout out for again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the last time we're credentialed here. So. I've got something to do. Well, not a lot of praise. <laughs> Boy, there's a story there, but we'll we'll hold that for another day. Uh, all right, guys. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Altman. He's Mike Savage. Hey, good luck tomorrow, by the way. Hey, good luck. Come on. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good luck tomorrow, uh, Saturday, at the Breeders' Cup. Thank you for listening to another episode of Blinkers Off. Join our horse racing community at racingdudes.com. And follow us on Twitter at Racing underscore Dudes. Want to make money betting horses? Bet with the Racing Dudes.